This episode is being brought to you by The Brand Solution. Get the support you need to help you package, promote, and deliver your services. Visit ZaniaEblue.com slash The Brand Solution for resources to help you to take the next step forward in your business today. I'm excited. And I literally, after getting some gas, had to pull over because this thought and like this idea like would not leave me alone. And it just felt so robust that there were no notes that I could literally jot down real quick. And I wanted to break this down because this, this process, this idea or this concept I personally believe that it only came to me because of my time away. And because I wasn't diverting my attention to what I felt like I should say, um, I think that that was able to give me enough peace of mind to not have to be worried about performing, to not have to be worried about things that didn't matter nearly as much as me working through some things on my end in order to grow and develop my business. So to give a little bit of backstory, I have worked as a marketer for small businesses for since, wow, (laughs) has it been since high school? No, I'm going to say it started in high school around my junior, senior year um, and kind of spiked up a bit in my... Uh, collegiate career and then I decided that this is a place or an area where I really wanted to kind of stay but I was trying to balance it with my area of study because marketing wasn't a major at my college Um, and I had received enough scholarships to be like "Mm, (laughs) maybe I should stay right here plus I told you guys in the in the series introduction that I had a year and some change where I was I was down for the count. I was chemically imbalanced, struggling with most basic things. And then by the time I got back on the wagon, it was almost time to graduate. I had like year, maybe like a year and a half um, to kind of get myself together. And by that point, it was just time to fix this up so that this wasn't, this didn't all feel like time wasted. And so entertaining that idea wasn't something I had the option of doing, but I did have a couple of internships. I did put myself in a couple of positions where I could still kind of learn a few things in the process. And so over the years, because I was working for free, um, marketing small businesses, kind of just learning the ropes. And because I knew I was learning, I knew it would need to be free. because every day I would be listening to podcasts. Every day I would be kind of reading certain books, watching certain videos, and I kind of, in reading certain articles, going to certain events. Um, cause you know, like when you're in college or when you're young, like they're kind of like events for you kind of everywhere. Um, and so I learned how to find these spaces. I learned how to find these environments. I learned how to find even a couple of people. And I started learning from them, learning from the way they were moving, learning from the way they were developing businesses. And when you know people in real life who are building real businesses and real brands that exist beyond social, you start seeing, oh, wow, they have funding. Oh, wow. Um, 
they have mentors in this industry oh like you start seeing different things that take you beyond the space of i have something to sell real quick click the link in my bio and so i i was really really learning really building a network um of people who i felt like could help me through my process i wasn't doing a ton of leaning but i was building up that network the best that i knew how and I started learning about so many bits and pieces that I could gradually apply them. I, I remember learning about what a lead magnet is. I, I remember learning a little bit about the difference between a product-based business and a service-based business. And I started learning all of these things. I ended up you know, downloading all your freebies, consuming all the webinars, consuming all the podcasts and all those things. And I started to exhaust what I could learn for free. I realized that there is a base level kind of only beginner conversation about what happens in business when you're looking at free materials because the assumption is that if you actually expect something to be free you are low-key a beginner high-key a beginner because a lot of businesses understand that if you are at an intermediate or an advanced level in business that even the biggest key that is only a small piece of information could be the difference between five six seven eight or nine figures and so the littlest pieces of information cost more money the higher you go because they understand that if i just applied even the simplest of con uh, concepts it's going to have a, a like this superior impact on your business so i'm learning all of these bits and pieces i'm kind of graduating out of free tools and free resources because a lot of the times most free resources are talking about marketing um because usually it seems like small businesses are more worried about marketing their idea or their concept than anything else they're almost more interested in marketing than even sales there's this like desire to kind of be popular that's a like the, like in culture naturally and it kind of grab like grows from environment to environment you you want to be the popular kid or the well-liked kid in school so you don't have any problems you want to be you know somebody who's liked and respected in all areas in the office you want to be the person who's heard in the boardroom you want to be the person whose emails people respond to quickly you want to be the person people are asking asking to speak or the person people are asking to train and then if you're in business you want to be the person people are inviting to to brunches you want to be the person who's the keynote at the event for the the young xyz or you want to be on the list of 30 like you want so many things that have a lot to do with popularity and so i could understand why marketing seems so attractive but it seems like beginners are explicitly talking or people who are talking to beginners are explicitly talking about marketing and so i was like oh okay so a lot of what i was consuming was in that area in that space and so i'm picking up a whole bunch of different pieces of the puzzle and i realized no free item no free thing is going to give you the full picture no free tool is going to tell you through and through how it is because it takes a lot of time 
to break it down in a way that makes it clear and applicable. Can you take those pieces and put them together? Absolutely. You can put those pieces on the same table, but they still need to go in a particular order. They still need certain details or certain nuances to make execution feasible and possible. So I started, once I started to outgrow the free tools and the free resources, then I started to venture into paid tools, paid programs. I, I took a, a program at Rutgers that I um, graduated from. I, I took a program, not an MBA, but like a certificate program. I just needed to know how people was piecing things together. And I should have, <laughs> there was a red flag that I noticed about myself early on then um, that I, I'm going to talk about later on in some other podcast episode. Um, but it, it just different things to help put the information together in context about what it looks like to have a successful business, because even a suit, like a supreme amount of likes and a, a ridiculous amount of exposure doesn't mean your business is successful. So I had to, and and this is another reason why I recorded um, one of the previous episodes where I was like talking about, you know, creating a goal and talking about what it means to like have success was because I was confusing success and popularity in my business. And I, because they're both attractive, I didn't, I didn't realize that I wanted all attractive things and not things that are respective to my industry. So I had to take a beat and create clear goals so I didn't just desire to be vaguely attractive, but I desired the standards for success, not just in business in general or in business at large, for my business and my industry based on my goals and my preferred lifestyle. Because I even had once upon a time tried to live by someone else's standards for what a successful business looks like. And quite frankly, it was not sustainable for me. It was not realistic for my mental health. It was not realistic for, you know, based on my understanding. It was not realistic based on a lot of things in my life. But that's what happens when you try to copy and you don't really realize or understand what you're copying. But again... That's another episode for another day. Um, but what I'm breaking down is that even after I took the courses and started being able to kind of like get things together as far as all of the pieces were concerned, it kind of just wasn't enough. And the reason I say that it wasn't enough and the reason I'm going to explain what enough is, is because I, I brought this up in a pre in like an episode kind of way back and I was talking about what it means to kind of execute and to go from you know knowing to understanding to kind of like application and I listened back to that podcast myself because a part of the reason I even publish these episodes is so that when Zaniah needs a word Zaniah goes back and I listen to these things because a lot of the things that I'm listening to like you know something in one space or in one area, but sometimes the wisdom you have in one space doesn't naturally translate to the area where you're having what feels like a new issue. And a lot of the times the wisdom you have can translate to another area, but you think of those two areas as being so different or so separate. What you know 
you don't actually apply because you think of you only think about that lesson you learned in a specific context. So sometimes you hear somebody even give you advice and it feels cliche because you know it. Actually, you know it, but you only know it in a specific context. And so you end up hearing your own words and saying, I never thought about it that way because you only think about that solution or that strategy in that mind frame or in that context. So when I listen to the episodes again and I'm having a different kind of problem, I'm thinking about like the new context and applying that same insight. And so it ends up making me apply more heavily what I've already learned and kind of not waste the lesson in just one space. So I was thinking about it and I'm, I was trying to figure out what the big difference was. It's low key been a year. I was looking at my calendar and I was like, wow, it hasn't been a year, but it's almost been a year. Almost been a year of me kind of saying, I'm going to pull back on saying things, on sharing things, on just talking about things. Because one, I learned a long time ago about the power of a voice. I learned a long time ago that if I say things in this in this special way, if I communicate something and I sound confident, people will be convinced. And I didn't want to confidently say something wrong. And because I believe it to be right, And because I'm not sure about it, I have this false confidence, I'm performing my confidence, and now somebody has just been left off a cliff. And I didn't want to be that guy. So I was like, "Mm, I'd rather not say anything until I understand. Which leads me to my point, which leads me to the fact, the reason why I even pulled out all the tools and things to even record this episode. When I think back to what's been happening over the past seven years in which I have been kind of working on this and growing as a professional and when I'm trying to think about what's been going on I literally went from knowing to understanding to application and the reason I say that is because when you can get a whole bunch of bits and pieces you you start to just accumulate knowledge That's what a lot of school is. A lot of school is the accumulation of knowledge. What happens when you leave school and you enter different environments that require application is you start to put a lot of what that learned knowledge is into context. But the thing about it is if you aren't careful, if you aren't paying attention, you will know how to apply and still lack understanding. A part of what was required for me and my business and my industry was to take all the pieces I had gathered and to start to understand how those pieces interact with each other so that there is proper functioning. And so in order to make sure that I understand how those pieces come together, sometimes it takes a little bit of someone's support saying, hey, this piece goes with this piece. And when you put them together, they do that. That's what a lot of the programs, a lot of the courses, a lot of the teachers, professors, um, coaches, that's what a lot of them were able to do. Say A plus B equals C. And that helps you because when the puzzle has over a thousand pieces, it almost feels like this is going to take forever. But then there's something that happens when you put the pieces together and make 
it move. When you put application on that thing, you go from knowledge to understanding, but in your application, you gain wisdom. And what I was trying to do at first was I was trying to figure out how to make all my knowledge monetizable. I was trying to make everything I knew on level one monetizable. And I learned that concept, quite frankly, just from the way society is structured. When you go and you get learned information, you immediately go into an environment where the task is monetizing what you now understand. The only reason you were hired was because you or the task is monetizing what you know. You don't usually gain understanding until you get experience. And so you go and you take your learned information. You go to an environment that already has a plan for monetizing what you know and teaching you application. Now, the understanding part is optional. You only gain understanding if you're curious about how A works with B. If you're curious about the granular parts about it. And I was literally, when I was thinking through this, in the car I was literally thanking God that I had abandoned things or quit things that didn't pique any interest or curiosity but only monetize what I knew because you monetize your knowledge with jobs you also can but jobs I think are the primary way to monetize level a when you want to monetize it yourself or when you want to increase the monetization of what you know at the job, then you have to increase to understanding. Because now you could manage people who only have knowledge. Ooh, this is a revelation for me. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But at the end of the day, that's what I started to do. And so that's what I had to take the time to work on. I realized I had knowledge and there were even pieces of the puzzle I was missing. And I also knew I was missing understanding because I realized I didn't really know all that I needed to know about how these pieces work together. I had two pieces together over here, three pieces together over here, and a puzzle to put together overall with over 100 pieces. So I was like, I need to figure out how these work together, and then I need to put them together so that they work. I needed to apply so I could have the wisdom of application. And it honestly... It took humility. I'm not even sure how I found it. I'm not even sure. I'm, I, don't, I don't walk around thinking like I'm so humble. I don't know how I found the humility to say I'm going to stop talking. Because usually when you speak, you become an educator. So I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to listen. And I'm going to listen until I understand. And that was the goal. Because when I first decided I was going to pull back... I think I had decided on like, I think I had, I think I had decided on like a month. And after a month, I realized how short a month is. And I was like, okay, let's do three months. After three months, I said, I'm going to do this until, <laughs> until I understand, until this makes sense, until I can be of a resource. And the crazy thing was I had heard um, an interview recently where I heard someone say, in order to be in business as a service provider, you need to know more than the person paying you. And, and while that's true, to a degree, I think that is true to a degree, but I think it's way more important to have knowing, to have understanding in order to even start. 
in order to start, I think that it takes knowing and understanding. It doesn't even take extensive understanding or exhaustive understanding, but it does take knowing and understanding. But in order to get to a point where you feel like you can sustainably ask for whatever the raise is, in order to, you know, increase the prices, whatever medium or way you've decided to monetize your skill set or your you, what, what it is you know, at some point, you need to add to the, to the knowing and the understanding and add application because that's when you get that priceless wisdom that only doing can provide. And I'm, we're all constantly going to be in this cycle of knowing, then understanding, then applying so you can have wisdom. I think we're all going to be in that cycle at some point. And more likely than not, we're already in that cycle. It's, it, you know, it varies our contentment in that cycle, but we're all in that cycle. And so it was just such a groundbreaking revelation for me. What in the world <laughs> has been going on in how I have, you know, kind of started to maneuver through this time. And I was also super curious about like, why now? So after I decided to take my time to pace myself, to add to my not my knowing to to enhance my understanding, and to get heavier into application, like, once I started like kind of seeing those things started to understand a little bit, I was like, wow, learning doesn't end so when is it a good time to speak again and I realized that it comes when you have a peace in your knowing when you have a peace in your understanding and this is where I get very kind of like serious with the people that you know I I work with um who I service as clients this is also when I get very strict with both my clients and myself as far as do you know enough to do what you said you would do this is one of the reasons why when I look through the catalog of things that I've sold they all seem like very like 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 minor (laughs) uh they they seem kind of very basic it looks like I you know sold the, the basic form or the basic structure or the basic support in an area because I was that that is what I was selling because I'm very keen on doing what I said that I would do I'm very keen on that because I just feel like there has to be an integrity to this and if I pretend to already know if I pretend to already have arrived that is the worst possible marketing you could do for your business and you essentially guarantee that you won't be in business for long but you also guarantee that when you win in knowledge when you win in understanding and when you win in an application you cannot share because people are going to already have believed you arrived because you said that you had And so now you can't tell the same story about your growth because you are claiming to have always been grown. And so I really, really, really had kind of tailored my offers, even though I saw what the market was selling, even though I saw the way people were doing it, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to say that. 
yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going to pretend to offer that. Like, I'm not even going to say yes if somebody say that to me. Or if, if I try to offer it, I can't charge. I can't charge for anything other than maybe what I consider my minimal, minimum wage as far as what my time is worth to me. And so I had to get honest about that so that I could actually go to my misunderstanding, go to the gaps in my knowledge and start filling them up. I haven't been pretending that they were filled. And if I even tried to, I promise you I had no peace about it. And I had to go back and repent and and fill the gaps. And so this is exciting for me. (laughs) Like I'm geeked. And it's so funny because I was listening back to a couple episodes and I hate that you could always tell when I'm like sporadic with these versus when I prepare and have like notes (laughs) because I legit be trying to like be professional, but I'm finding out, I'm learning that what is professional depends on your audience, but also it depends on you because you are creating your, your environment and it's all good. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at none of it. <laughs> but I just thought this was like, for me, this was a monumental moment in which I was able to understand why I needed to do this, what I learned in this process, and how I, how I was able to kind of like discern when this was like not done because it doesn't end necessarily um well I guess the silence kind of does end it has ended at this point um but I feel like it's so necessary at different points and phases in your life and so I'm grateful to have been able to kind of take a step back take a real financial hit and then be able to pull forward with more strength because I was costing myself more money by not taking this time if I had taken this time sooner, if I had taken this time the moment I realized I needed it, because I did wait months, <laughs> I literally <laughs> would probably have, you know, maybe not needed as long or whatever the case is. Anyhow, uh, I'm not, you know, feeling any sort of way about the need for stillness, silence, and studying. But, you know, this was just good. This was just so good. And I think that I've I've seen so many different ways people announce their departure and announce their return and they're kind of be like not necessarily like any revelation necessarily about what that means, what that looks like or how you were enhanced by limiting what you say and kind of quieting or kind of like filtering what you hear um and one of the one of the crazy things about when people do things like this they start realizing that when you have to filter out things to kind of purify what comes in because you're being intentional or you're being focused usually you learn that certain things can't stay because they leave you tainted certain things can't stay because they leave you confused they leave you frustrated and so anything you have to withdraw from because of its impact thus far usually needs to be removed um and so that's always an interesting lesson as well but I just feel like it's in a culture where we all kind of pretend to know 
when we all kind of pretend to understand and we walk around with faux wisdom that has no teeth um it's going to show in our fruitfulness in the end that wow i really didn't know wow i really didn't understand and wow i don't gain in my pretending and I also cannot serve when I prioritize serving my ego versus serving the people who are who I am personally responsible for. I consider myself personally responsible for my clients. You know, when I when I was working in different environments, I considered myself responsible for my work and my contributions to a team. And so I have to be thinking about that. I have to be processing that. And I need to process it well. So this was fire. I had a really great time. <laughs> yeah, I promise. I'm just going to start like thinking through concepts. And when I feel like a burning sensation to have the conversation, I'm going to just do that. Like, you know what? Bump these notes out here. Like I literally was looking at nothing. And usually the distraction comes when I'm trying to sound professional or sound like balanced while I'm reading. I lose all of my emotions. And even like <laughs> when I recorded certain things intros outros i'm out here trying to sound calm trying to sound chill and then i get up here gully like never mind (laughs) don't even mind me i really really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode if it was your jam record your favorite like little 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 you know 15 30 seconds or so and tag me um you can tag me at ooh, let me remember (laughs) you can tag me at zania e blue on instagram or because I also have an Instagram for the podcast, you can also tag me on, it's called The Lessons She Learned on Instagram as well, which is the podcast dedicated Instagram that literally is just starting up. So feel free to follow uh, me there. I'm going to be, you know, sharing anytime I do giveaways, anytime I do um, shout outs or Sometimes people respond and they have really thoughtful and really insightful things that they wanted to say. You can DM me on either one of those pages and kind of send me your notes and we could low key chat. Like (laughs) we can get into a dialogue about this because usually like when you really are in the throes of a podcast episode, you're like, I need to, I need to speak to the manager. I need to speak to somebody. I need to, I need to talk to somebody about this thought because whoa um and sometimes that happens so if that's you dm me tag me and let me know if you could if you want me to you know kind of like share such an insightful thought um with our podcast community because that's what this is (laughs) the podcast community um and so i'm grateful i'm grateful to have you guys i'm grateful um to have growing listeners every single week um and yeah also if this is your jam feel free to leave a review um rate rate us and then you know leave a review and it's just gonna help more people find the podcast and I think there needs to be less of a separation especially you know among Christian entrepreneurs between like the mindset of a Christian Christian entrepreneurship those principles but also the techniques and the skill sets of business I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna mess I'm gonna messy it up a bit I'm gonna (laughs) put them all together we're gonna have these conversations and we're just gonna grow like that's just that's that's what has has to happen we have to grow um and so until next time (laughs) 
I know why you're here and I think I can help. For many, starting a business isn't just about starting something trendy and doing something on a whim. For a lot of people, the shift is coming from a place of financial necessity. For many, the biggest hiccups happen in one of three places. One, trying to package an offer that captures your genius. Two, promoting your offer in a way that's authentic to you and your brand. Or three, delivering your offer with the same caliber of excellence and intensity that you used in order to sell it. To learn more about how to strategically take your next offer from ideation to execution, visit zaniaeblue.com slash the brand solution. today's episode as much as I did. If that's true, I want you to leave a review. I want you to share one of the things that really resonated with you, one of the most memorable parts of the episode, and I kind of want to know what is the thought that spiraled from the very thing you heard? A lot of the times we hear a thought, we're like, ooh, that's good. But usually the thought that we produce as a result of that is even better. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear the things you're learning in your own life's lessons. And be sure to subscribe so you never, ever miss out on when we publish brand new episodes. Can't wait to talk to you soon.